0: Thank you for tuning in to Love Law Live. I'm your host, attorney Chris Lovey-Gellike. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or running a nonprofit, this is the place for you. This podcast will help educate listeners on various aspects of law relating to business, nonprofit, and the everyday hustle. On Love Law Live, we'll discuss ways to limit risks, take advantage of opportunities, and ensure that you have the information you need to succeed. I'm so glad to have you join us, and I hope that you enjoy the show. The following information is for educational purposes only and does not entail legal advice. Before acting on any of this information, you should be sure to consult with an attorney. So I like to start each show with one piece of success advice. And today's advice is believe in yourself and your ability. This is going to be so important no matter what area it is that you are in. Because believing in yourself is going to show when it comes to others believing in you. And it might be hard or you might feel like you don't have the capability to do what it is that you're trying to do when you're just beginning um, or when you're in an unfamiliar area. So it's going to be important to just keep this at the forefront of your mind for whatever it is that you're going into. I hope this piece of advice will encourage you today and every day. Thank you. Today's topic is going to be on DBAs, also known as FFNs, which stands for Fictitious Firming, and DBA stands for Doing Business As. So this is something that a lot of people confuse as a separate business. So the way the DBA and the FFN work, um, it will vary a little bit depending on the jurisdiction that you're in. However, overall and across the board, they typically work as a, a separate name another name that you're known as, almost like an individual who is Sarah, but she goes by um, rock whatever the case might be. So calling somebody rock for short, you're still talking about the exact same individual. So whatever your business name is that you go by, you're still going to be referred to as the exact same entity that you registered. So let's say that you have an LLC set up at the state level and you decide, I don't want to use my full llc name when it comes to making flyers banners or any other material with your business on it and you say i'm just going to use um cheryl's llc but uh, on this document i just want to use cheryl's cheryl's let's say your llc is cheryl's flowers llc and you just want to go buy cheryl's flowers just dropping the simple llc off will require you to file for a dpa because you are not doing business as the exact same entity name that you have registered So when you want to use a DBA, you'll have to pay usually a nominal filing fee to the specific jurisdiction where you'll be using that DBA. If you decide you wanna be um, known as a completely different name than what you have registered, the process is the exact same. You will just list your um, official entity on that document and you'll say, okay, for this specific business venture, I'm gonna be known as Donut Shop. All right, Donut Shop, that's very, very common so you might want to have something a little more specific but let's say you want to be Donut Shop. Donut Shop can be registered you can have multiple DBAs there's no limit to the amount that you can have Um, but each time that you do register one you'll have to pay that fee and link it back to the original entity name and the purpose of that is to make sure that anyone that needs to contact you can find a way to reach you. A lot of times this stems from um, litigation if someone needs to serve you or your registered agent they need to know where to do that at if you're going by a dba name that dba has to be registered in order to be located what you don't want to do is avoid registering a dba and doing business as a random name um, to try to prevent anyone from reaching you regarding litigation because at that point you would be in violation of um, the business laws and regulations and your business could be shut down so definitely don't avoid doing that some people will forget to file a dba um, just out of common no operations, you think, yeah, my name is the same. I just took the LLC off the end of it. No, that's something where you do need to file that application. So be sure to do that. The other thing I wanted to mention is that your liability will still attach. So you can have as many DBAs as you mentioned, or as you want, as I mentioned. Um, However, each of these will still share liability. So let's say, for instance, like my first example, you have your flower shop and you have a DBA for your donut shop even though you might be operating two different businesses, um, one from your home, one from a physical location, or both from your home, or both from a physical location, whatever it might be, if something happens and one of those businesses is sued, both of those businesses are essentially on the line. So if you have insurance um, for those businesses or whether it's the same or separate, um, that insurance will be subject to that litigation. However, if something occurs, where it's specific to that business, your other business assets can't be touched. No matter if you have separate bank accounts, because they are registered under the same LLC, they share liability. That goes along with their debts. So if you take out a loan for company A, that is going to come up when you're trying to apply for loans for company B because they share that same credit value. So another option is to set up a completely separate business. Um, That's what a lot of people do decide to do but this is something that you'll wanna evaluate based on the risks that are associated with both. So if you're doing something that is very low risk and it's essentially in the same category for your business license locally, then I would say that doing your DBA is perfectly fine. But when you're talking about two separate businesses, you're either going to be filing for a separate type of license in your local jurisdiction, or altogether you can just file for a separate entity structure. Uh, some people think that having a dba means that they are shielded you know from anything relating to the other business and that's just not the case Um, so it's important to set up another entity if you want to and if you think it is best for your situation another thing to note is that there is an option as far as having multiple llcs and not having to pay multiple registrations this is not um, accepted in every state so you do need to do your research and be sure that this is something that your state will allow but the state that I um, primarily practice in, which is Nevada, they do allow for series LLCs. And with a series LLC, you do protect each and every one of your LLCs. However, you only register the one underneath the master. Um, That allows you to only have to pay the state one filing fee each year. And each of your separate entities underneath that master will all have their own shielded protection, um, just like any other LLC would have. So that is a great option for a lot of people. A lot of times you see this with real estate um, transactions, and real estate businesses, because they'll have their master and then they will have their separate properties registered um, as part of that master LLC as another series. But because they are separate, if something were to happen with one property, they don't have to worry about going into litigation and having any of those other assets touched or compromised. So if you'd like to talk more um, about what it means to create a DBA, or whether you should be looking into setting up a separate LLC or possibly a series LLC, feel free to reach out to us. My website is lovelawlv.com. That's L-O-V-E-L-A-W-L-V.com. Feel free to schedule a free consultation. Um, We can talk about whatever it is that you may have questions about. I can try to give you some insight in regards to what your options might be. And yes, I hope you had a great time um, learning about this topic today, and I hope that you make the right decision when it comes to whether to use a DPA or create a separate entity for your business. Thank you again, and as always, I hope that you return, and I hope that you will share and like um, to promote today's episode if you found it to be educational in any way. And I look forward to talking with you soon.